Hey there, I'm Edwina Kennedy, registered pediatric dietitian and mom of two, and this is the My Little Eater podcast. Each week, I'll be dishing out all the best info on feeding and nutrition for your baby and toddler, answering all of your what do I do when scenarios, and helping you gain complete confidence in not only feeding your child, but in parenting as well. Every episode is filled with actionable and proven feeding strategies delivered by a mama and a feeding expert who's been there and done that. I hold your hand and I take you step-by-step through all stages of feeding while showing you how to implement what I teach you so that you can raise a happy and healthy little eater of your own. Let's do this. Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of the My Little Eater podcast. Today is a quick tip episode, which means we're going to be doing a little bit of a shorter one, giving you a nice little quick tip to uh, give you a little bit more confidence and give you a little bit more knowledge on how to feed your babies and toddlers. And today we're talking about how to serve lentils. So I've been doing a few of these episodes now. It's kind of like a little series, how to serve series, where I just walk you through a specific type of food, how to serve it for your baby, depending on their age, depending on their stage, and some facts about it, nutritional facts, allergy facts, that kind of thing, Um, texture information to, yeah, just to help you really dissect and know how you can present these foods and how you can incorporate them in your child's diet. So today, like I said, today we're talking about lentils. So lentils are an edible legume. Legumes are basically, um, if you think about chickpeas, peas, beans, lentils, they all fall under the legume category. Love me some lentils and some legumes. I'm obsessed with them. I think they're so convenient and they are so hearty and just love how versatile they are. So lentil specifically, definitely something that's eaten around the world, but very, very popular, uh, mostly in Indian cultures. But it's funny because the major production centers, I suppose, or countries of lentils is India and Canada, which is pretty awesome. So our um, prairie provinces actually produce a lot of lentils. So super proud of that. And in India, lentils are actually known as dal. So you may have heard of this before, especially if you've gone to an Indian restaurant, you may have seen dal on the menu, which is basically the word for lentils. And it's very, very versatile, like I mentioned, and super healthy. So this is one of the best foods you can offer for your baby or for your toddler, especially because it is high, well, first of all, it's high in protein. It's also high in carbohydrates, so it's giving a lot of good energy, you know, especially per bite, per gram, and a lot of fiber. So we've got really good um, sources, especially if you're thinking for toddlers and constipation, preventing constipation. That is such a wonderful food to be offering to your toddler. And why I love it for babies so much is because it is high in iron. So If you don't know, you will now know that babies need a lot of iron, about 11.2 milligrams per day is their requirement, which is super high, higher than the needs of an adult male. And we need to be giving them high iron foods as one of their first kind of options, especially early on, you know, if if they're starting solids at six months of age, introducing high iron foods frequently in their diet, I would say at least twice a day, if not three times a day, whenever they work up to three meals a day, that is definitely the recommendation. So lentils is a good non-animal source of iron. So we call that non-heme iron, which again, indicates the different type of iron that plant-based foods have. And this non-heme iron is typically not as well absorbed as the heme iron, which is found in animal-based products. 
But if you pair that non-heme iron with a vitamin C source, so think uh, anything citrus or like any type of fruit for the most part anyway, um, peppers, uh, cooked spinach, tomato sauce, those are all gonna be examples of vitamin C sources. And pairing that with lentils is super easy because again, they are so versatile. You can mix it and you can create so many different amazing dishes with lentils. Now you may have heard before about certain things called oxalates or phytates, which are basically these um, quote-unquote anti-nutrients that are found in certain foods, but lentils is one of them. And there's a lot of things online about how it's not safe or how it blocks the absorption of other nutrients. And I have gotten a lot of questions as to whether or not it's good and healthy to serve to babies because of this. But my answer is still yes, because first of all, if it's eaten in moderation, like it's not like every single meal, every single food, every single thing that they're eating is a food that's high in oxalates, there's nothing to worry about. Again, this is a staple food that has been eaten all around the world that has raised the most healthy kids, and there has never really been a uh, nutrient deficiency due to specifically oxalates or phytates you know, blocking other nutrients because of this like high lentil consumption kind of thing. So that's one thing. And then the other thing is that when you cook lentils, it actually significantly decreases the amount of anti-nutrients that are in the lentils. So basically that's how we all eat it anyway. So I would not worry about it. Don't stress yourselves out even thinking about that. So that's that. Now let's just kind of talk about quickly, how would you cook lentils? Now, if you have dried lentils, you don't really need to soak it beforehand. Like for example, dried beans do need to be soaked overnight usually before you cook it in in a dish because it takes so long to break that down and soften it up. Same thing with dried chickpeas. Dried lentils, probably because they're so small, they don't really need to be soaked before. They cook very easily in any kind of liquid that you're kind of simmering on the stove. So that is awesome because that reduces cooking time. And again, for us busy moms, that is exactly what we want. But also you can use canned versions. I do this a lot as well. Um, Look for a canned lentil with no added sodium in a BPA-free can, and you can totally pull that out and use that on the fly anytime you kind of want to just have, yeah, use lentils in your recipes. In terms of whether or not lentils are a choking hazard, no, they are not. So like another point goes to lentils there. It is so soft and they are so, so small that, I mean, technically, yes, your baby can choke on anything if they have large amounts of food in their mouth, like even thick purees or something like that, they could technically, if we're going to be very technical, yes, choke on it. But with lentils, like it's just such a low risk that I wouldn't ever worry about it. So for uh, those parents who are anxious or worried or nervous or want to start slow, this is again, such a perfect food to be introducing to your baby. And I think that um, with all the other amazing points that I just brought up, again, it makes sense to have that as even one of their first food options. Now, if you don't know about my texture timeline, this is a specific tool that I've created that's found inside of my baby-led feeding online course that basically walks parents through a variety of different textures that start easier and then incrementally get a little bit more difficult. And that's something we want to be able to progress our baby through, just kind of like the, the 
wide gamut of different textures, but easing them into it. For a lot of parents, that's the way they want to go. They don't want to just start with baby led weaning, full force, any food and all food goes. They want to gently challenge their baby after they've already been, you know, exposed to some easier textures. They've confirmed that they can swallow it. They've confirmed that they can chew it. They've gotten past some gagging issues and it builds up baby's confidence and your confidence that, you know, they can handle it. So this is my texture timeline tool in a nutshell. I walk you through every food and I tell you what food goes in what phase of the timeline. Now lentils, I am going to say that falls in phase two of the texture timeline. So it's not because it's super difficult to chew, but because it is PC, I mean, that's the only word I can think of. Like there's multiple little lentils, right? That they would probably get in a bite. So it's almost like a lumpy texture and it's sort of like a minced texture. If you kind of think of like how it might feel in your mouth, like there's a lot of different pieces, you know, bumps maybe in that piece of food. So that is how I would consider lentils, at least when they aren't fully pureed down, right? So if they're just cooked lentils in a sauce, let's say, or cooked lentils mixed into something, which I'm going to get into in just a second, it's just giving you ideas for how to serve it. Um, that would be considered phase two of the texture timeline. Then if you wanted, like if you decided, no, I want to start on phase zero or phase one of the texture timeline, the easier phases, that's totally fine. You would puree that into a smooth kind of thick, puree texture, that would be phase one of the texture timeline. And if you wanted to go even easier, you would thin it down with some water or some milk or some broth, and that would be phase zero of the texture timeline. So that is that in a nutshell. Again, if you are interested in learning more about the baby led feeding course and walking you through how to feed your baby from six to 12 months of age, and in a way that honestly will walk you, like take you through step-by-step step, every single thing you need to know in a very easy kind of hold your hand method, uh, the course is for you. So the link for that is in the show notes and the texture timeline is in that course. So let's talk about some ideas for how to serve lentils to your baby and to your toddler. There's really no need to divide up anything in terms of like six to nine months old or, you know, 10 month olds to 12 months old or 12 months and up because it, again, it's an easy texture and babies can handle it as soon as six months old. So what I would suggest, I mean, the suggestions I just gave in terms of pureeing, that's always there. But what you can do is just cook some lentils and you can, if you want, mix it into honestly anything, mashed vegetables, you can mix it into mashed potatoes, um, you can mix it into some kind of oatmeal if you wanted. Um, you can mix it into yogurt. So I actually love like savory yogurts. And I have one where I, I love to kind of do um, a yogurt, a plain Greek yogurt with some lentils in there and some cumin and some like you could do shaved cucumber or something like that. That is a really yummy and hearty and delicious and easy, easy way that you can serve lentils and on the flip side, also move away from like only sweet tasting yogurts and have some savory yogurts mixed into your diet. So the reason why I say you can mix it into some of these foods is because it is going to be hard for your baby to pick up, especially at six months of age, you know, before they get pincer grasp, they won't be able to pick up these tiny, tiny pieces with their hands. They definitely can't pick it up with the utensil. So that is why, you know, mixing it into something else that's thicker and that can be picked up with a spoon is going to be a great way to serve that. If you wanted to do a finger food version, I love doing lentil burgers, lentil patties, lentil meatloaves, um, any other kind of food like that that you can think of that you can mix and incorporate lentils into. It's so easy. And honestly, one of the 
I guess if you want to say the simplest ways is if you cook lentils in your stove, like on your stove top, let's say, and you let it cool down and just let it sit in some starchy water, like not a whole lot, but just a little bit, the starch and, you know, the lentils are going to kind of bind together. So once it cools down fully, you can even just take those lentils and sort of mash it up, form it into a ball right there and then. Like you don't have to even do anything to it. It's not going to fall or it's not going to form together perfectly, but it will form into enough of a ball that you can just, you know, hand it to your baby and they can take little bites out of it. It will crumble a little bit. Yes, it will fall apart. Yes, after they kind of dig into it a bit, but it's still a you know an easy way for them to get some lentils in if you just kind of want a quick and easy simple solution for how they can hold it and how they can pick it up on their own. So I hope that helps. I hope you guys introduce lentils to your kids. I would challenge you for sure if it's not a regular food to kind of incorporate it a little bit more. Um, see some recipes. Maybe I think I will probably post some recipes. Now that I'm thinking of it, I might try and do a lentil-based recipe inside of the Little Eaters Club, which is my monthly membership. And uh, I release recipes there every single month, uh, about five new recipes, and it just kind of builds up into this huge library of recipes for babies and toddlers. And now that I'm talking about it, I think that's what I will do. I will pick a lentil-based one for next month. So anyway, Uh, If you're interested in that as well, you can find the link to that in the show notes if you always want ideas for recipes, you want support from a community of parents, you want support from me, one-on-one coaching, and a whole bunch of other things. You can find out so much more about the Little Eaters Club in the link in the show notes. So thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope it was helpful. Leave me a review if you found this helpful, and I will talk to you guys in a few days on Thursday's episode. All right, bye. Bye.